Welcome everybody to episode 130 of Benton Debauchery. Mm. Uh, yeah, there's no uh, crazy intro or song today that I'm going to do. Just going to get right to it. It's me today. I was late. You want to know why I was late? Because I had to poop. So, yeah. I was enjoying pooping. So, get that in your fucking brains. But anyway, welcome to episode 30. It's your boy Gunks. You know how I do. Um, we're going to start off today by, you know, getting right to it. I didn't do that right already. I already know. So, let me fix that before I go there. And y'all see that I ain't on my shit. Where that shit at? Now we about to go. Let's get right to it. Y'all can hear me, right? I'm seeing what you call it. Yeah, y'all can hear me. All right, so, bet. All right, so, boom. What up, D? My nigga. Uh, go ahead and cancel that. Y'all need to be knowing what I'm up to on my own. Anyway, yesterday, while Dave Chappelle was doing his set, well, I don't, I don't got to go to the internet yet. Yesterday, while Dave Chappelle was doing his set, a man tried, well, we're assuming it's a man, a man tried to attack him and uh, put the beats on Dave Chappelle. Uh, what I what I saw before I just clicked, um, I'm streaming, was that he had like a little gun knife thing. I guess he was trying to um, poke Dave Chappelle. Pause. Anybody from up north know poke me. Uh, he was trying to poke Dave Chappelle up, and I guess in more ways than one. And, uh, you know, try to do his thing. So uh, let's look at this little article. Then we're going to get into some of the stuff. I lied first. We're not finna do that first. Shout out to me forgetting what the fuck I was supposed to be doing. You know, you know, a good a good poop would do that to you. Like, a good poop will mess your whole mind up. Like, you just don't know what's going on anymore. All you know is that you just got rid of that doo-doo baby. You know what I'm saying? And you flushed it down the toilet. Also, toilet update. For those who remember, I bought a toilet like three, four months. I want to say four months. No, 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 no. Is it four months now? It could be four months back. Three or four months back. I'm going to say three months. I bought a new toilet and it said that it's it's like it, there's no way it can get clogged. And I've been doing my best. I know I'm talking about shit right now, but y'all deal with it. I've been doing my best to clog this toilet, right? Everything goes down without a hitch. Everything goes down without a hitch. It's fucking crazy, man. And if you're wondering why I'm wearing a hat, it's because my hair looks like fucking, like, my hair looks nuts. Well, it doesn't look too nuts. But we the best team in the league right now. Might, might as well rep. You know what I'm saying? All right. So let's get into this Dave Chappelle joint. Dave Chappelle attacked on stage by armed men while performing at LA's Hollywood Bowl. I don't know if anybody's ever been to Hollywood Bowl. I've never been there either. But I heard that it's really cold in there. Like, because I guess it's a bowl that the wind comes in. Whatever, like, I don't, that has nothing to do with nothing, but, you know, let's get to it. Uh, comedian, excuse me, comedian Dave Chappelle was attacked on stage by an armed man Tuesday night as he performed at Los Angeles Hollywood Bowl. With the video's audience member's cell phone quickly flooding social media showing a man appear to run on stage and tackle the comment. Oh, the LAPD says a 23-year-old armed man with a replica handgun that contained a knife blade was arrested and accused of deadly weapon assault. Well, assault with a deadly weapon. Chappelle was not injured in an attack. The LA, uh, the LAPD identified the subject as Isaiah Lee of Los Angeles. Following the incident, 
um, it's like a, a, um, a Kohler toilet, but it's like, it has like anti-clog technology. It was like, it was like $200 more than the, the normal toilet. But when I saw anti-clog, I just immediately looked at that and said, challenge me, will you? But anyway, do, 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 do. he was transported to the hospital for medical treatment for injuries before being taken to the police station and arrested. Lee is being held on $30,000 bail for felony charges. Well, you know, for the, the shit. So this is him right here. If y'all can see, this is Mandem right here, right? You already, you already know me, GP. You know you know how I roll. But this is Mandem right here. So, I don't know what they did to this motherfucker's arm, but his arm now looks like a leg. You know what I'm saying? This is the, the front picture. They beat the shit out of this man, by the way. Someone said that uh, they had him looking like Mojo Jojo. Um, and we can actually go to that. This is them beating the absolute dog shit out of this man. They stomping this nigga the fuck out. out you know they got the comments and everything i shall not don't put my business in the street oh oh no no i also twitter's trying to get me so as um, i'm going to be doing this and looking for other things because this motherfucker is just trying to get me I'm not trying to sign up on Twitter on my computer. That's how your shit get hacked. Let's look for some photos of this motherfucker. But it's crazy. Like, I'm going to get to it in a minute. This is, this is what I really wanted to show y'all right here. This shit right here. Look at my man's arm, yo. Look at my man's arm, son. You got to ask yourself. You got to really ask yourself, was it worth it to go crazy like that? You know what I'm saying? Was it worth it to try to go at uh, Chappelle for whatever fucking reason? You know what I mean? Look at this shit. They beat the dog shit out that man. And he has painted nails and everything. I'm gonna get to that conspiracy theory in the uh in a minute. But look at it. he got the painted nails and everything. His arm is basically on backwards. Let's see what we got here. Boop, 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 boop. That's stupid. That's the dude trying to fucking spear uh Dave Chappelle. I mean, this is how they stomped him into. If anybody remembers um, Tales from the Hood, this is what David Allen Greer was beating up um, everybody. And the kid crumpled the paper and fucked David Allen Greer up and they lit him on fire. Uh, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see. Uh, man, he was forced to do. Yeah, so they saying. Look at my man's arm. Twisted and broken. Elbow to the stretcher. 
Bet they would run up on Tyrone Bigums like that. Niggas are stupid. Uh, <laughs> that random dude after the attack of Dave Chappelle. Yeah, they, they fucked him up pretty good. Um, you know, Dave Chappelle made some jokes after it. Let's see if we can find it. Yeah, we're going to get to that in a minute, guys. That, that that's, that's a little foreshadowing of what you saw right there. Here it goes. Let's listen. I thought it was you for a second. <laughs> he said beat him till he looked Filipino. Hey, my man, he's a bitch ass. Get that guy the fuck out of here. We gotta have some fun. Hollywood Bowl, you owe me 10 That is absolutely true, Trash. That is absolutely true. Y'all want to rock? And an ambulance. Hold on, see what he's doing. This <laughs> nigga Dave Chappelle's crazy. I didn't see this video. This video is news to me, yo. He said he playing Big Willie style. Peril, you fucking GP, you you're stupid as hell. I'm gonna see if this has a statement. The girl is like, no, don't go over there. Don't go over there. Alright, so that was the what you call it. Now I know they, they people are talking about uh something that Chris Rock said. But Dave Chappelle Dave Chappelle Chris Rock. A little tidbit, uh his little tidbit. Good to see that uh, Chris Rock has, you know, as you would say, uh, a good sense of humor about the Will Smith shit. But all right, check it. Boom. This is what I was going to say. I don't know if that man was per se a, um, a trans guy or a, or this new shit that I've been hearing, an ally or whatever these motherfuckers want to call themselves right now, or this nigga was like, this nigga, uh, they spelled been talking too much shit about the trans community, nigga. I'm about to get on his ass, nigga. I'm about to poke him up, right? So my thing is, if you really, and you know, motherfuckers going to be like, you know, be you wildin'. I don't give a shit. I mean, ain't nobody here that, that shackle me down. The motherfucking trans community, if you honestly think about it, number one, Dave Chappelle was right. If he did proving them right right now. Number two, the trans community, they are some of the most intolerant, violent motherfuckers I've ever seen in my life. Well, not ever, because Hitler's always been there. He was, but what he got to do was Hitler. Not even gonna go there. But uh, <laughs> these niggas are like the most 
violent motherfucker. Come on, dog. Like y'all niggas can't. These niggas can't take jokes. Nobody can take jokes anymore nowadays. So I guess I can't get on them about that. But these niggas is always on some shit. Like, did you did y'all see the video of them motherfuckers outside of the uh protesters outside of spa? show y'all doing protesters outside a korean spot i think we showed you this before but how does the how these motherfuckers treated these people because the lady was like you know the lady um the lady was like yo the nigga came in and pulled his dick out in front of his daughter you know i'm a woman you know what i'm saying i was like whoa nigga what the fuck are you doing and and niggas she was they was like yo that's bullshit you can't do that so you know the women came and protested that and then the other community came was like bigot and all that shit i'm about to show y'all in a minute I'm about to show y'all right motherfucking now. Protest over a spa controversy in Koreatown. A woman complained about a transgender woman disrobing in the female section of that spa. And welcome back to KCAL 9 News at 8. I'm Leslie Marin. And I'm Chris Holmes from the protest eventually turned violent in Koreatown. Police and protesters, they clashed in front of that spa. Opposing groups also each attacked each other, but officers say there were no arrests. KCAL 9's Rick Montanez has more on the chaos on the street. This ain't the video I'm talking about. Oh, wait, 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 maybe. Violent clashes between demonstrators and the LAPD. Officers in tactical gear pushing the crowd back Ooh. off Wilshire Boulevard just before this scuffle. These demonstrators they were calling the, the support. They were calling the women transphobes because they didn't want that man to come. And then it, it, we talked about this before. The nigga was a pedophile. He was a pedophile going in shit. Talk about he trans pulling his dick out. Bruv. Bruv. Trans rights. They just did. You, I mean, I understand all want your rights and shit. Everybody should have their rights. That's cool. Video. But like, okay. It's okay for a man to go into the women's section. A customer posted the video of her yeah, she's complaining not happy. that a man was in the women's section of the day spa. The employee in the video says the customer is trans and the spa follows the law in not discriminating against any trans person. They get to make that call. If you don't like it, go to a different business. See, you now you see that? But you see what that motherfucker said? You see what that nigga said? Oh, I'm not even showing y'all. Y'all niggas gotta let me know that I'm fucking up, man. Y'all done missed the whole shit. Now I'm watching this shit. Y'all ain't even see the shit. But, um, this motherfucker right here. Look at this nigga said. Posted the video all discriminating against any trans person. They get to make that call. If you don't like it, go to a different business. Don't harass them. The woman who posted the video also posted about the planned protest of the spa for Saturday morning. Counter protesters arrived earlier. SoCal Antifa tweeted its support and called for people to show up. I think that, you know, you should let people live their lives and you should let trans people live their lives so that they uh, want to. Demonstrators against trans rights showed up with signs. Listen, and now you see where they're going and they come, they come to find out that this motherfucker that was pulling his dick out in front of these women and that little girl was a pedophile. And it's like they didn't even fucking do research and shit you know what i'm saying it's like um they didn't even do research to see if this nigga was on the up and up they just immediately jumped the arms and was like yo we can't have this motherfucker you know what i mean they're trying to be rude to this nigga but this nigga was every bit of a fucking creep that they said he was now fast forward now to dave Chappelle. 
you know, niggas been they've been trying to get Dave Chappelle ass all the time. It was that that uh that big motherfucker that was talking shit about Dave Chappelle that turned out she was saying all kinds of crazy shit about Asians, uh, other people. She was, as Brett would say, a bigot. She was saying all that crazy shit. But when motherfuckers were saying that shit, she, when other niggas got wind of what, like, saying somebody, oh, this nigga need to be canceled, this nigga to be fired, this, all that shit. And then when it came to her, she was like, you know, they trying to get me up out of here, but they can't get me up out of here because you know what I'm saying. I'm too bulletproof or not bulletproof, but like they want to bring up old shit is what she said. They want to bring up old shit to try to get me up out of here. When the main thing of these motherfuckers, right, the main thing these niggas or everybody's been doing nowadays, because I guess people get off on it. People get off on bringing up old shit to try to get niggas bodied. Shit from, shit, shit could be from 2004, right? Shit could be from 2004. I'll bring up some old shit. Say some crazy shit when you were 16 years old. You know what I mean? They bring that shit up now. You got a nice position. You doing good in your life. They be like, yo, you remember that shit from 2004 you said? Like that one little thing? Yeah. Get that ass up out of here. And uh, I don't think that they... How can I say this in lack of a better word? They don't, they all about the, they all say about the forgiveness shit, right? These niggas don't forgive. They're trying to, if you think about it, essentially ruin motherfuckers' lives. Now, some motherfuckers deserve it. Don't get me wrong. Some niggas deserve it. Like, some niggas be doing some wild shit be like, yo, yo, gotta get this nigga out of here. But, like, shit from... When you were a kid and you say something, you know what's crazy? I'm looking at myself in the camera and what you call it, and the hat on, and I look like a black Seth Rogen, and that's not a good thing. You know what I mean? That is not a good thing, that I look like a black Seth Rogen. So what we're going to do here, we're going to turn this hat around, and we're going to try to get a little niggerfied, and um, we're going to go like that. <laughs> so, But they're not on forgiveness. Like if a nigga come out and be like, yo, I was 16 when I said that. Obviously, I was not in the mature place, blah, 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 blah. And, um, you know, I learned from my stakes. And, you know, I just want to ask forgiveness. Burn that nigga at the stake is what they say. Burn him. Ruin everything about him. We want this nigga destitute. We want him destitute. We don't want this nigga to earn no money. We want this motherfucker up out of here, fam. And that is the mob mentality of what goes on today. And what that has to do with... Niggas get entitled like that, and they get filled with fucking niggas thinking they bulletproof. They run on stage and go at people. Now, niggas going to say that it's Will Smith's fault for slapping Chris Rock. And you know what? Maybe it's his fault a teeny little bit. But as Trash said earlier in the chat, motherfuckers been running up on stage of comedians all the time. You know what I'm saying? Niggas been running on stage of comedians all the time. Uh, I remember uh, someone told the story about I used to listen to the show. Somebody told a story about how nigga ran up on stage and nigga took the mic stand and smashed him right in the face because they like what they say. Nigga ran up on stage on DC Young Fly. He knocked him the fuck out. Motherfuckers is always running up on stage. You know, niggas get, they get liquor in them and they, they, they act fucking nuts. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if this nigga was coked up, liquored up on, on whatever fucking drugs he was on for him to uh, run up on stage on Dave Chappelle. Let's take a look at his his tackle attempt right here. This is a tackle attempt. Boom. Now, if I don't know if y'all know, but Dave Chappelle, when he disappeared, 
I guess this nigga was just in the gym every day, and now he got he has a solid base now. So trying to tackle him wasn't a good move. You gotta I I don't know if this nigga thought Dave Chappelle was a skinny little bitch, but um I don't know if y'all remember Diesel Dave Chappelle. All right. This motherfucker got this motherfucker got jacked. You know what I mean? Pause. This nigga this nigga Chappelle got jacked. He was he's not a little nigga like as he was in motherfucking um on in Blue Street. Like look at it right here, the comparison, the side by side comparison. This nigga look like a fucking crackhead right there. I mean the nigga went to his ranch. Went crazy, put on some pounds, you know what I mean? And, you know, he got jacked. So, you trying to fucking tackle Dave Chappelle, that's that's not a, that's not that's not going to work. I don't know what was going through this nigga's head. This nigga look like a little nigga, too, man. He look like a little nigga. Boom. How the fuck did he get that close, man? So, you know, this is the video of them beating the shit out of this man. They said Buster Rhymes is stopping that nigga out. Jamie Foxx. You see security right there stomping him out. Dave Chappelle stomping him out. And when they load up, when they loaded my man up in the what you call it. They booed him. Boo that man. Boo, boo, boo. This is when they this is some old shit. Um they talk about when they was planning to walk out, Critic argues Dave Chappelle's new special goes too far. You know, they they not really say nothing, but it's the thing is they don't understand when you do shit like that. And he talk about y'all niggas can't take a joke or whatever. Uh, you proving his point. You're not making him look bad. You're going to fucking... More people are going to go, hmm. Instead of, hey, man, this nigga is tripping. You know what I'm saying? You can't do shit like that, man. But people don't think... I mean, people think two-dimensional. Don't think 3D. You know what I mean? Niggas don't think... Niggas don't think on the fucking a whole wide spectrum. You know what I'm saying? And you know what happens when you don't think of a whole wide spectrum? You do dumb shit like tackle Dave Chappelle. Because I'm going to tell y'all right now, if this man would have took some alpha brain, he would have had the fucking... The daily cognitive support and the focus to know not to go on there because he was going to get stomped the fuck out. Alpha brain bought on it. You see, I took some before the show. My mind is clear. My memory is good. I remember to do things that I normally wouldn't remember without alpha brain bought on it. So, you know what I mean? Y'all need to go get you some uh, alpha brain bought on it. Help your daily cognitive support. Get it going. It's gluten-free. It's caffeine-free. And we in it, man. I take alpha brain. So I, make, I don't make dumb decisions like running up on stage at niggas knowing I'm going to get stomped out. Even though niggas try to stomp me out, it's going to take an army of you niggas, all right? Y'all not getting me unless somebody get a lucky shot and knock me out immediately. And I'm sleep on the ground and the niggas is doing a lot of lot on me. You know what I mean? Just, just, brum, brum, brum. I'm just like, oh, oh. Anyway, you know what I mean? 
But anyway, I was having a conversation with LaVey this morning, right? And I want to know y'all thoughts on this. I was having a conversation with LaVey this morning, and I was telling him, I asked him a question. I asked him, do you, does he think that people can be genuinely happy? Like, uh, can you be like a genuinely happy person? You think there's genuinely happy people in the world? Like they, they wake up and they go, you know what? I, I, you know, I love everything about everything. You know what I'm saying? There's like nothing is going on. Um, I don't have any issues. If I do have issues, fuck it. Everything is going to pass. You know what I'm saying? I'm a genuinely happy person. You know what I mean? And I asked him that and he said, no, there is no such thing to him as a genuinely happy person. He's saying, if you're happy, it's reasons why you're happy. Let's say uh, you just got some, in his terms, let's say you got some ass the night before and you wake up, you want some happy, or you got some unexpected money or some shit. Like things, like getting out on, on the surface, you're not happy, but things make you happy like that. And I counted and said, motherfucker, that is not true. That is not true. There's definitely genuinely happy people around that just wake up and just be like, man, yo, niggas, everything's great, man. Niggas got a smile on their face. I feel like I'm one of those genuinely happy people because yeah, I'm, I'm happy as fuck all the time for the most part. So we're going to go and look at so what, what he was describing is what I call situational happiness, by the way. So I was saying, is there, um, which one is more real, like genuinely happy people or situational happiness? You know what I mean? So, you know, I went to the internet and boom, they go. I just fucking unzoomed this. I don't even know why. They say genuinely happy people don't stress or worry over what people think about them. See, and I, I feel like I'm definitely like that. You know, anybody that knows me knows I'm like that. Let's go into this website. Let's see what these motherfuckers is talking about. Uh, he said, nah, see, he's in the, he's in the chat right now saying, nah. Saying I'm, I'm full of shit. Alright. Now let's go over. This is five traits of genuinely happy people you can adopt to. Now I have not been on this website yet. So we are both doing this together. It just, my watch just said I achieved my stand goal. But I am sitting down. But that's what happens when you're six, six and a half. Your watch always thinks that you're standing up. Because you're a big bastard. So, this is what this website says. Have you ever come across someone who's genuinely happy? No matter what's going on in their life, they always seem to feel content, satisfied, fulfilled, happy. Wise beyond their years, they calm even when life is chaotic and handle whatever is thrown their way with ease. I feel like that describes me. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I've had the pleasure of knowing several wonderful souls. This sound like a hippie. I don't give a fuck about that shit. Um, three contrasting lives, one thing in common. My Uncle Hal is a self-described curmudgeon bachelor with a sensitive and kind... Curmudgeon. How can he be curmudgeon? All right, we're not even. With a sensitive and kind heart and an eye for beauty, as demonstrated in his paintings. Uh, my grandfather, Charlie, was quite a reserved man who had the ability to pull the best out of people. He was a natural-born leader and who was very much the member of the greatest generation. I agree. You can't call yourself the greatest generation and think that you're the greatest generation. That's like the Cowboys calling themselves America's team. They're not really America's team, nigga. 
Nobody give a fuck about the Cowboys like that. You can't just start calling yourself that. That's when, like, T.I. was calling himself the king of the South. When all these other niggas was down here. You can't just start calling yourself that and motherfuckers are supposed to just fall in the line. All right. All right. Let me let me make sure I got this shit up. No, I'll be, I'll be fucking up. My friend Cheryl was a self-described fashionista, foodie, and global gypsy, a.k.a. fucking hippie. She was physically frail, tiny, yet mentally tough as nails, and one of the best mothers I've ever known. She, um, let me let me not. All three of these folk led contrasting lives and had incredible different personalities, but despite their differences, each one of them were genuinely happy. <clears throat> what could possibly be similar about them, given their marked differences? And looking deeper, I, I identified five traits that each one possessed. Now, we're about to go down this. And let's see if this checks the mark on you to see if that if you're a genuinely happy person. I know two people that's watching this right now are not genuinely happy people. So, get fucking mixed. Uh, trait one, understand what happiness is. Genuinely happy people know how to choose to be happy. That is absolutely true. You can't be truly happy if you don't understand what happiness is or how to be happy. And most people have this all wrong. Happiness is really about being positive, laughing, or filling up. It's about understanding who you are and proactively making decisions that you're satisfied with regardless of your circumstances. That means that it's about contentness. Contented? Content? I think I said that right. Contented? Whatever, nigga. I.e. feeling good in your own skin because you're content with how you're choosing to live your life. Want to be genuinely happy? Work to know what you value and why. Except that your life isn't always going to go your way and that's okay. I, I don't know about that part, Chief. You can you can make your own breaks. That's that's like, that's just being consent with just being like, whatever, nigga. You need to be like, that's some bullshit. You can make all the faces you want, nigga. You know I'm talking about you. Um, and align your life with your values. Some people get stuck trying to figure out how to align their life around their values. It's actually easier than you think. You do that by using your values as a guide for making decisions, especially when making big decisions in personal personal life. Uh, personal and professional life, checking in your values to regularly ensure that you're not misaligned, setting values-based goals. And you know what? I agree with that, but you have to come on a different perspective as I know I am, um, let me guess, um, I am, I am me. You know what I'm saying? I am Gooks. And what you get, and it took me a while because some people say I could be a bit overbearing, you know what I'm saying, with the shit that I do. But I am gunks. You know what I'm saying? What you're going to get out of me is what you're going to get out of me all the time. I don't never switch up. You can ask any one of my friends, yo, B, yo, B, you be like, blah, 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 or he be acting this way. I don't never act different. Like, I don't, I don't do no shit, but like, let's say if some, some bitches come around and I start, you know, like, like the, the videos where like, Yo, when uh, uh, the girls come around, your homeboy throw you down the stairs to show that he's strong or whatever shit. I don't do no shit like that. I don't fucking, I don't play up to no chicks. Mainly because, that's a, just mainly because I have a, a view towards that anyway. But you're going to get me every single time. You don't ever get a different me. You know what I mean? You don't ever get a different fucking, like one day, like, yo, I'm happy, go lucky goose. And then the next day, I'm kicking down doors and throwing niggas down the stairs. You know what I mean? Jelly said my background looks nice. And for y'all who haven't noticed, my sneaker wall is gone. 
So I'm gonna, I'm gonna go into that real quick and tell you why my sneaker wall is gone. Is because one day it fell on me when I was trying to get some sneakers, and when I was at work on Monday, I said to myself, "Actually, it was on Sunday, uh, but I didn't do it till Tuesday." When I was on work on Sunday, I said to myself, "I'm about to clean my closet out and." Put the sneakers in there so that doesn't happen again. But plus, it makes it more easily accessible to my sneakers. I have a lot of fucking sneakers, y'all. Like, a lot. So, when when you're trying to get some sneakers that's at the bottom of the pile, a, a sneaker wall is not that good to have. But anyway, like I said, but that's just why, if, you, if I don't know if anybody noticed, like, podcasts, uh, Easter eggs, my sneaker wall is gone. So, now you got regular wall. It was at the top. It's not at the top no more. Get mixed sneaker wool. Alright, so that was the first thing. But like I said, you're always gonna get the same me. And I think that's that that is the first part of you know being genuinely happy people. Like most of my friends, I would say a majority of them aren't genuinely happy people. I got a, there's a bunch of them though. I got a I got a couple. You know, I ask motherfuckers what they doing, niggas always got scowls on their faces, man. I'd be like, God damn, nigga. Get it together. Alright. Note you can choose to be happy even when unexpected and yes, bad events occurs. occurs. Make decisions that align your values. You'll still feel content with what you're doing the best you can. You can still feel content that you're doing the best you can. My alpha brain is wearing off. This also this allows you to choose and enjoy the parts of life that are enjoyable. That's what happiness is. It's a choice. And I agree with that. Uh, I agree with happiness is a choice because some people just want to be just fucking miserable like you know misery loves company you ever had that one person that's just miserable all the fucking time nigga like every time you talk to them they be like i'm afraid i've got some bad news and you be like oh brother you know what i'm saying like oh god like god damn you know what i'm saying like you don't give a fuck i don't give a fuck about that shit <laughs> you know what i mean all right so they get see uh this person has an example. I don't know if this is a woman or a man, and I'm not going back up top to to say what they are, because they just gonna get mixed. This is just to be a person now. That way I won't misidentify them and they can go jump off a cliff. All right. What happiness looks like when life is getting gets messy. Charlie struggled with ALS and emphysema for years prior to his death. My friend Cheryl had a rare cancer that she battled for the last few years of her life. She how had an aggressive skin cancer. Uh, and a circulatory issue that it made it incredibly painful to work walk during the last year of his life. All three of them had terrible. Damn, nigga, do you just fucking if you not that, that makes me like like uh nervous now. <laughs> yeah, D, that makes me nervous now. Like, do am I gonna get cancer because I'm fucking super happy? Shit, like is super happiness uh is generally being happy get you cancer? It's fucked up. All three of them struggled both physically and mentally as a result of the illness. They still were genuinely happy people. How? Each one understood who they were and what they valued the most and lived accordingly, as best they could given their circumstances. So, yeah, so they go on and be like, yo, man, I'm, I'm fucking dying. It's whatever. That's just, that's like, that's like me. And, um, it's like, it's like, I get it, man. Like, it's whatever, man. Like, you don't have to be a whatever ass nigga. Some people, somebody called me that one time, but. You should be like, whatever, man. Just whatever. Niggas dwell on shit too much, man. Something bad happens and motherfuckers will be like, oh, man, yeah. For like two weeks, like, who gives a fuck? This shit is over with. Fuck out of here, man. 
motherfucker. All right, now we're going to go into trait two. Uh, trait two is people who are truly happy except with generally happy people. Uh, uh, people who are truly happy except what is genuinely happy people except that life happens. That makes no sense, nigga. ESL. People who are truly happy except what is genuinely happy people except that life happens. Nigga, what? I knew that wasn't me. Life is messy. Life is messy, difficult, painful, scary, and sometimes even boring. That is fucking true. I was bored as shit on Sunday. And of course, it's also joyous, satisfying, and fun. Happy people don't get this. They accept it. Oh, they don't just get this. They accept it. But, but there's more. But wait! There's more! My favorite part of scary movie. But there's more to it than more mere acceptance because acceptance isn't the same thing as agreement. Part of the reason generally happy people are happy is in the first place is because they're always working to make their lives better. Even especially when life is messy, hard, and chaotic. Now, I had went through some shit uh, a couple years ago. And um, not a couple years ago, maybe like like five six years ago like uh, some like some crazy shit and it, and it had me down bad for like uh had me down bad for like a little minute not not down bad like you know, I was like I was in my family some shit I had to chill for a minute you know I had to chill and when the situation happened I was I happened I was like man I was I was pissed off and then I was like this shit is kind of your well not kind of but this shit is your fault so fuck it Right? Just make the fucking best of it. That's what you gotta do. So I understand that part. Uh, before I go any further, I want to clarify something. Pretending things aren't as bad as they are or holding to unreasonable false hope isn't what I'm talking about. Yeah, some people do that. I always just think shit's gonna work out in the end. I had a, um... I had a, uh... A chick, and she used to hate when I said that. I was like, because I'd be like, nigga, it is what it is, like, it's, it's all going to work out in the end. Like, it's all going to, like, in the end, it's all going to work out. So, who gives a fuck? Man, my God, it's just your reasoning for everything. You know, get mixed by life. Uh, the interrelationship between traits one and two. Happy people understand that. All right, we're not going to be going through all that. We're going to look at all the traits. And we're not going to, we're not going to. Cause now, now I now I'm getting bored with myself, and if I'm getting bored with myself on this shit, I know y'all getting bored. All right, trait three: generally happy people focus on who. When you focus on who, you don't worry about what others think. And let me tell you, I don't give a fuck what people think about me. Because I'm going to do what I do. I am gorilla to the motherfucking core. You know what I'm saying? I am gorilla to the core. I'm going to do what I want. I'm going to say what I say. I don't give a fuck who's around. You know what I mean? Who's around? You don't fuck about none of that shit. Or what the fuck you got to think? There's this, this is another thing. That's the same short I was talking about. Always cared what people think. I don't give a shit what people think. You know what I mean? I'm going to do what I do. I'm going to do what I do. And motherfuckers care about what people think so much or what other people perceive them. 
uh, to be or what's going on in their lives that they, they will change their whole shit so they're not looked at a certain way. Man, I don't give a fuck about that shit. Nigga, suck my dick. My motherfucking face like that, man. I don't fuck about what y'all got going on. I'm trying to do me. You fuck what y'all niggas think about me. You know, I give a, I, I give a, uh, that's what my homeboy who doesn't curse says. You think I give a care what people think? I don't give a care what people think. Suck a dick. But anyway, oh, see, I almost fucked up, y'all. There it is. Oh, get mixed. Uh, generally happy people don't stress over what people think about them. Instead, they concentrate on what they think of themselves based on who they are and how they behave. I do, like I said, I behave like a gorilla, but I'm fun to be around. <laughs> Some niggas be like, huh, I'm great. Why don't you, why don't you be my friend? Uh, by doing this, you'll be happy. Uh, the primary thing is to be able to look yourself in the mirror and feel good about the person you see. And you know what's the greatest thing about that part? Uh, I'm going to show you. Even though this man was doing terrible things. Uh, even though this man was doing terrible things, right? He was still on his 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 shit. This is this is like a super kind of bad example. But anybody that watched Snowfall remembers this scene. Did that shit blow up? Oh, maybe I, that one didn't have no sound. Oh, sure. It is. It's doing real Bro. damage out there. And I think you know it. So my question to you is... You sleeping at night, son? Like a baby. <laughs> that wide nose nigga didn't want to hear that shit, man. You know what I mean? That wide nose nigga did not want to hear that shit. And you know what? I've been asked that before when I've done some things. I asked it. Banks asked me that one time. Man. I did something, and this nigga Banks was looking at me with the most horrified look <laughs> said yo I said yo how the hell do you sleep at night and he said I, I said I lay down and close my fucking eyes nigga what you talking about man that nigga just shook his head that nigga bitch looked at me and then he said <laughs> but like you know like motherfuckers don't you don't care what, what people think about you man you know what I mean you look in the mirror you feel good when you look in the mirror you smile it's whatever. Uh, do you see you? Do you see someone who's making decisions that align with what you value in life, or treating others with respect and care? I do that. I, I treat everybody the same, unless I don't like you, and I probably just don't even deal with you. Uh, by doing this, you'll be happy with yourself, and hence much happier in life. So, you people out there that don't think genuinely happy, you can't be genuinely happy. You need to look at these things and try to make your life better. Stop being so fucking Debbie Downers all the time. Or Debbie da uh, uh, Downer Daryl. 
All right, trait four, people who are generally happy adopt the attitude of service. What, what does it mean to service? Serve others, woo, 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 woo. I don't know about this one, guys. Many people misunderstand what it means to serve others. I, I was just one of them right now. Some believe it's disempowering, and yet some people feel like it's about putting others before yourself, but neither is right. Adopting attitude of service and prioritizing service is respecting and caring for others and yourself. I mean, as we're going to go to trait five. Uh, we're gonna go to trade five fuck trade four uh truly happy people let go the connection between happiness and letting go genuinely happy people practice the fine art of letting go i call this art for a reason as with most skills it takes constant practice and work what does it mean letting go letting go means not trying to control things that are uncontrollable such as other people's other such as other people's opinions of you the others make choice other choices ha the choices others make and the circumstances out your control the easier it is to do the easier to do once you adopt trait three discussed above not being tied to a specific outcome by accepting that even when you're working towards a goal want something to happen it might not turn out as a plan the skill requires you to understand the difference between acceptance and approval being honest with yourself about mistakes and regrets while also adopting them as as is so they don't take control of your life. Letting go of the uncontrollable. Now, I can speak on all of those except for the one in the middle. I don't agree on the um not being tied to a specific outcome. Because that's like me like uh, saying, well, you know, I'm doing a podcast every week. Uh, I've been doing it for 130 weeks now. And, um, you know, if I don't get if I don't get like a million subscribers and like where I want to be with the podcast, that's, that's just okay. I'm not okay with that. I'm not okay with that. And, um, yeah, I don't, I don't, and that one I don't get. I can't get jiggy with that one. But the one about uh, not trying to control things that are uncontrollable, like the people's opinions, this is what I said earlier. If you don't, you don't give a fuck what people think about you, you you'll be better in life. You know, the one thing uh, people in the workplace do, well, they said this about me or they say this about me. They say this shit, especially at my job. Say shit like that all the time. Motherfuckers is talking about me or, or they used to say that. I don't know anymore because they have me at nighttime where I don't see anyone. But um, they say this about me, blah, 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 blah. You know what I mean? I even I was on the rampage. Somebody said some shit about me, and I was on the rampage. Not only because not because they said something derogatory, and I was on a rampage like I was gonna kill him. I just want to know who said the shit so I can go and be like, "Yo, how do you like? How do you know this? Like, you just out there just saying shit." But but after a while, when when I went to everybody that was supposedly involved, and they all said, "Well, I, we didn't say it." You just take it like, "All right, nigga, fuck it," because it's, it's no point at that point for you to be going after people and. You, you fucking, you're not trying to like uh, stir up a hurricane and nobody want to admit to it. Because if they was real, whoever said this shit would have admitted to it. And if they don't admit to it, all right, now I, I lose respect for everybody because now I think everybody's lying. And it is what it is. But also being honest with yourself about mistakes and regrets. Like I was saying, I was down bad about five, six years ago and I had to be honest with myself. My, my dad actually taught me this because he, he told me what he told me, and then I sat there and I, I thought about it, because you know people really like to do in this world is blame everyone else. They like to blame everyone else about for, for fucking everything. You know what I mean? They want to blame everyone for everything. It's not their fault they do this. It's somebody else's fault they do this. This happens. It's their fault. It's their fault. It's their fault. It's like church people. You know what I mean? Oh man, I didn't make the, I didn't make the rent this month. Well, some church people. I didn't make the rent this month. Oh God, the devil on my back. The devil, it's the devil fault. It's the devil that my life's cut off. I mean, why you, 
you put your shit together, man. Instead of buying that fucking wig for Sunday service, you put some money on the light bill. Put the fucking money on the light bill. I mean, we know you bald. Just wear the hat. You don't have to have the fucking the $250 wig and the fucking big floral hat. Just wear the hat and don't take it off. And I know you and y'all, y'all be hot as fuck under them wigs. I know y'all be hot as fuck under them wigs. Cause y'all be having the hat on and the wig, and y'all be doing this all day. Woo! Motherfucking church feel like um Antarctica. And y'all in that shit hot as hell. Cause you got that hot ass synthetic wig on and that big ass hat with all that shit on there. And y'all want to talk about why your lights off. Cause you're fucking your money's in the wrong place. God damn. You know what I mean? Anyway, let's go to the next thing. Well, not the next thing, but yeah. So you got to fucking be honest with yourself. So, you know, they got those five traits. Anybody want the website, you can, uh, you know, I'll throw it in the chat. Because I was going to say you can search it yourself. But I think people need to really work, work towards, shut up, what what up, my nigga, Lewis? People really need to work towards um, just being genuinely happy people, man. Just fucking, just like, whatever the fuck. You know what I'm saying? So I don't, I don't believe in situational happiness. I mean, I don't believe that people could only be happy in situations. Like, I believe in genuinely happy people. And obviously, this motherfucker, since I'm done talking about what I was talking about, go to the top. Uh, Heather Mulder. Hmm. Whatever. She believes in genuinely happy people, even though the people that she said were genuinely happy all had debilitating health fucking problems, which is fucking crazy. You know what I mean? But it is what it is, dog. You know what I'm saying? All right, man. So let's get into this other thing I wanted to talk about. So, right, guys? I saw this the other day. And I was like, bro, what the fuck? Somebody sent me this. Right here. Right there. (laughs) Right there. Horrible BBL. Horrible BBL. You know what I'm saying? Then I think to my look at look at look at these niggas in the comments, B. Really, my nigga. Niggas speaking in Spanish. I should report all these niggas, but I ain't no hater like that. But look at this shit. This BBL is terrible. And y'all be going over, women be going overseas to get them shits. Like, I was wondering, like, is BBL starting to become a thing where, like, motherfucker. Oh, I'm, I'm exposing my chat. Uh, BBLs are starting to become a thing where, uh, like, everybody's getting them shits. Like, is niggas going to be like, bitch, I don't want you with no, I don't want no BBL shit. So, in my thing, I was like, well, let me look up some horror stories. And let's go. I promised you that I would be so transparent and open with you and share the good, great, bad, and... I'm going to be real with you. I don't know if our eyes are um, actually green, but if they are, she has really, she has really nice eyes. And the ugly of this entire it like context, though. Uh, procedure. Today I am going to address the ugly part and actually down. 
please right, with this. So please listen before you start jumping to conclusions. You see how she's trying to work up the tears, like her crocodile tears? Like, I'm supposed to feel bad about you. Uh, I'm supposed to feel bad about uh, for you because you decided to get an ass lift because you wasn't happy with your body. And then probably got a cheap one at that. So, I'm supposed to feel bad. This shit is from six years ago, by the way. This has nothing to do with the doctor. And I heard the doctor, the anesthesiologist, say, I, yeah. Oh, God, I've got to give her some more. Okay. That's, she, she, all right. All right. Let's... Let's go to these. The landscape of plastic surgery nope, can't do that because I know they're going to block my video. Fuck the doctors. Let's a look at this one. A says that a Dallas plastic surgeon basically botched her plastic surgery, leaving her in a wheelchair. And now the Oklahoma nurse is seeking millions of dollars in damages after she says her life was changed forever. Our Brooke Rogers live in Dallas with her story. Brooke? And Kaylee, this is the lawsuit. It was filed in Dallas District Court today. In it, the patient says what was supposed to be a minor augmentation has likely left her paralyzed. Permanently. Is a, is an ass job ever a minor augmentation, though? Some bitches got badunkadunks back then. Like, or they, they, I don't think an ass job is a minor augmentation. This happened in 2017, too, so. I guess they wasn't really, like, good with the technology back then. Definitely. It's a cosmetic enhancement known as a Brazilian butt lift, made popular by the likes and looks of some Hollywood celebrities. But for Oklahoma nurse Rolanda Hutton, it was supposed to be a minor makeover. And I didn't do this to be a video vixen or anything like that. I just went in for something, just a slight enhancement. Okay. I know this happened a long time ago, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say it anyway. And, um... From looking what she looks like now, uh, all right, like, did she really, she really need the ass lift? Like, you're a big bitch. Like, stop it. Stop it. She left in a wheelchair after her January procedure at Dallas Plastic Surgery Institute and Dallas Day Surgery Center. Her attorney says Dr. Samir Jajurakar injected too much fat into the muscles above her sciatic nerve when she awoke and couldn't feel her feet or legs. And I kept on feeling like something is wrong. Something is wrong. So I thought I need to go to the hospital. Attorney Les Wisebrod says instead they kept her at the cloister at Park Lane, a quote luxury post-operative hotel far too long. She needed to be emergently transferred to capable people at a hospital and that wasn't done. Hutton says she may never walk or work again. And while she hopes to receive damages, she says she spoke out primarily to spare others from her pain. But a lot of younger people or maybe people my age are doing things that that may cause more complications and they're younger and their lives are going to change forever. Oh, no, she definitely could be big and have a flat booty. I saw I saw that shit on Friday. Drains, if he's in here, knows what I'm talking about. Bro. That girl, that shit made me sad, man. Other women to see that what can happen. All right, now, now, now I may be nitpicking, right? She was in a wheelchair, and she's she's using a motorized wheelchair, but her legs don't work. They get that workout in, man. She's being lazy.
No, I'm not joking. She doesn't feel like she's being lazy. All right, so that's her little story. Uh, a time I woke during a BBL. Who is this? Who is this House of Hearts? I'm about to see what she looks like because. Let's see what her ass looks like. All right. Uh, all right, can't find nothing on her. All right, I'm about to take this off. I'm about to look at BBL Horror Stories and about to see. Oh, wait. Let's see. Let's look at BBL Recovery because I'm talking to Jelly. She telling me motherfuckers got to do some wild shit about uh, recoveries and shit like that. Like, they got to sit crazy and... um. Like, I saw, uh, let's look, let's see what this motherfucker got to say. Uh, I want to know if this is worth it. I have a surgery, I have my surgery at 9 a.m. Right now, I'm back. But I don't, if I don't feel, I'm going to be realistic. Painful. Thank you. It's uncomfortable. It's the word. Um, I can't wait till I go to sleep and sleep, sleep through this. I'm in this BBL chair right now. A B a BBL chair. She got butt tattoos. But I don't regret it. I'm just in pain. She said, "This is not it. I don't regret it. Look at her fucking family right there and shit." Patient. I'm a, a BBL chair. No, no. I'm gonna show y'all my news. <laughs> it's very, very, very much needed because I use this through my surgery recovery, and I literally slept in it, ate in it. You had surgery? Yeah. 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 Oh, three weeks ago, four weeks yeah. ago. Mm -hmm. Are you up? Yeah. Yeah. different, and I had surgery before. Oh, it's a really a mental thing too. Oh, everything is brought to her. That's why we elaborate on the concierge service. So Miss Debbie is also our CNA. She's gonna stay over and watch her throughout to Jamaica before Corona. Um, and then my grandma's literally been doing it up. Like, oh, my grandma, my grandma. Look, Bitch, she I don't care. Get up and hotel, show me what her. you look like. She ain't sat down yet. Grandma, you don't have to good. Grandma, they so sweet. What it really looked like. I'm trying to see some awful shit. Like, uh. Ah, what the fuck? draining a lot which oh is my good. god and then they this is what i've been looking on. for let's get it um and then after that i was just gonna go back to the room do my massage take a shower get into my new faja so this is what i look like um right before doing my massage and taking my shower and i've been draining a lot which is good you know it's all of those fluids coming out um so you want to make sure that you do drain a lot you want to make sure that you stay really hydrated that way everything comes out but it is definitely scary but all of this is absolutely normal so i had my first massage oh, she today did that, it like, wasn't ooh. as bad as i thought it was Get gonna be again. but i could definitely feel all the all of the fluids just moving around and then they were coming out as well um, she was super gentle with the first massage, but she said tomorrow 
is going to get a little bit more intense. But I think out of the entire surgery, that's what I feared the most was the massages because I heard they were literally worse than the surgery. And like I said, I have not had that much pain at all with my meds. This is crazy. My pain been at a like one or zero. But even like immediately after surgery, like I was hurting, but not to the point where I would cry or, you know, say that I was hurting. I kind of it kind of just felt like really, really bad stomach cramps. Um, but Look at the blood. They have to stand on a mat. She's literally leaking blood on the fucking ground, B. Alrighty, so after she finished doing my massages, I took a shower with the um, antibacterial soap. And I didn't scrub. I kind of just rubbed the soap on my hands and just kind of lathered my body. And <laughs> Yo. Bro. The BBW chair is basically just a fucking picnic chair that got the ass cut out so the ass can hang. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ, man. Hold on a second. My mom called me. She's getting a dog. So I had to pick that up. She's more important than y'all. Y'all kiss my ass. But anyway, look at this shit. The All chair. Right, yeah, so <laughs> go back. So look at the chair. It's just a, a, a BBW chair. A BBL chair. They just cut the bottom of a fucking chair. Of a lawn chair. That's how I pee. I feel like this is a really common question because, of course, you can't sit on your butt. Now, they do sell the little um, urinals, which this one came in the set. With hey, what? You got to use a urinal to piss? Like that? Is it worth it? it yo, how can you... How can you go through all this and see that you got one of these a bad uh bbl like let's look up. how can you go through all this and then have an ass like like a like something like this and then be cool how can you go through all that and then have something like that Nigga, you fixing me, fam. Look at this shit. I don't know if I'm able to show that. That's the girl we're just talking about. You do all that to have an ass like that. Bad fucking job. Bad fucking job, yo. These pillows to shit. My boards and stuff, but I haven't used it. Jelly said, the girl at my job had to lay on the floor with her laptop and screens for weeks. Someone had to take her home and pick her up. They used pillows to shit. It's not worth it, B. 
it's not worth it. This this is this goes with one of the traits of happiness, caring about what people think about you, or what you think about yourself. Like, um, I don't think anyone gets a BBL to be like, I want to fucking because it's gonna make me feel better. I, I definitely think, and I could be hating, but uh, or I could be wrong. I could be absolutely wrong, but I definitely think that BBLs are for like everybody to be like, you know. Look at me. Look at my ass. How perfect it is. So all I have to do is unzip it, and then you phrase the back of the toilet Bro. And you just literally pee just like this. You know what that reminds me of? I'm about to, before we get back into that, I'm going to show y'all right now. Is this? Hold on. Don't try and blame mommy's death on anything but your failure to do something I asked you time. Right here. Aha! I told you, you shit. Facing this to me, you're all using my toilet invention the wrong way. <laughs> Butters when told they asses. To and take a Sir Harrington. You're supposed to be facing this way, so you can use the little shelf for your books and your quill and your ink. Aha! I told you you should own it that way. I told you. Why would I design it so that when you're finished taking a Sir Harrington, you have to stand up, turn around, and look down right at your Harrington to flush? That's gross. That's that's what this reminds me of. That's what that reminds me of. Fucking butters. I'm gonna so watch that episode after I'm done. Like it doesn't hurt my thighs or anything, but you do want to make sure that you do not sit on your butt. Um, I know they do say they recommend for you to not sit on your butt for like four to six weeks. So that's just how you got to do it. Or if you want to use the urinal, that's... I ain't really showing nothing else. So, goes... so fuck out of here, bitch. Uh, BB, how to use the bathroom. is you can use a towel you can use like a big towel like this one what we do here we fold the towel in three parts like this okay then I proceed to roll the towel I think like this, this is the pillow that uh, and then you can place it on the toilet jelly might have been talking about almost on the edge and then you can sit like this so here, basically, you are doing sit the same thing as when you sit. You have basically the uh, buttocks part on top, I mean, on the air, and the upper thighs on top of the towel. Thanks for watching, and stay tuned for the next Wally Wednesday. Yo. Hey, yo. Hey yo. After having the BBL, what I did was wrap my BBL pillow in one of these BBL pillow. Hey yo. And then um, put it at the edge of the seat. 
I know some of y'all may be grossed out, but now I'm fascinated by this. Now I'm in I'm in the rabbit hole. I don't give a fuck about what you talk about, bitch. BB and TT journey to the DR. Hi guys, I just want to come on and say hello, and I want to talk to you guys about wiping your butt after your BBL, y'all. After you have your BBL, you're now, 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 now. Now y'all know what I'm gonna say. The fuck does her old ass need a BBL for, man? Who you trying to pull? Who you trying to pull? You going to the crow's nest on Saturday night for what? You passed that point now. This old bird getting a BBL? This old bird? You niggas disgust me. You're not going to be able to wipe your butt like you normally wipe would. Wipe your after butt. Bowel movement. Ain't going to happen. No such animal. <laughs> the reason I say this is once they do that fat transfer to your buttocks, that's going to harden. It's going to feel like, um, have you ever felt a, a, a basketball? Have you ever tried to squeeze a basketball? It's hard and firm. So basically she's saying after you get a BBL, your ass is going to feel like a basketball. Have you ever, like she said, have you ever felt a fucking fully inflated basketball. I'm not trying to hit that from the back. Both of your butt cheeks are going to feel like that. And they're going to be like in close proximity of each other. Now just think of you trying to, how my grandmother say, wrench around back there. <laughs> just think about you trying to reach back. I love how she said how my grandmother used to say, wrench around back there like her grandmother hasn't been dead for 45 years all right now i'm just getting mean and i don't care it's hilarious there reach around go under and try to wipe your butt i'm gonna tell you what's gonna happen you're gonna go back there and try to wipe it like you normally do and it's not gonna give you no no it's not going to be any gills to it or anything. So when you wipe, you're going to end up wiping feces all over your faha and up your back. And you're going to be looking and smelling a hot ass mess. So I, <laughs> I've done my research and I've watched some of the girls and they said this is easiest to do. To sit on the toilet backwards. Go in and sit facing the toilet. Sit down and then most of the pressure is going to be on your thigh the back part of your thighs and then you're going to be dizzy from the anesthesia until that wears off you're going to be dizzy so and just put a towel on the back of the toilet and lean on it that way you know like you're leaning on it that'll give you ease for the dizziness and then plus when you get through doing the number two you can it's easier to reach inside and wipe forward than it is to try to go around what the fuck is that shit on her head that's how you know she's an old bird. What is that on her head? Down, lean over and then try to wipe. Ain't gonna happen. So that is the now, 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 now. I need to see what her ass looks like. My name is Sharon, and welcome to my channel. I'm creating this channel. Yeah, fuck off. She got more subscribers than me, though. Get fucking mixed.
I got more views though, bitch. Yeah, let's get it. Now she getting more views now. A BBL is not a fake ass. It's my birthday, y'all. BBL versus blood implants. If you lie, you can die. I ran out of gas trying to get to a BBL. No, trying to get the burglary. Chasing that surgery money, y'all. So she's trying to... She's trying to... She's trying to get a BBL. She's trying to get a BBL. So, hey yo, hey yo, what? Hi guys, hey. At least you got a better camera this time, though. <laughs> I have missed you guys. I am so glad to be back, y'all. It's been so much stuff going on in my life, Lord. Mm, mm, mm. I haven't been on. I haven't taken you all on a drive to work in. A minute so I'm on my way to work ah. a sitter someone to come in because he drove off and was a hundred miles away from home going the wrong way on the on the street had his bright lights on and his windshield wipers going and it wasn't even raining but the police stopped him put him in protective custody towed the vehicle called us called my um, his wife and the kids and they went and picked him up but now the doctor won't allow him to drive because he can start off knowing where he wants to go, but he never ends up where he. It's not like my arm. It's not like my uncle. He, he can't drive anymore. Needless to say, that caused a, a lot of. And uh, one of the girls, she had a proxy wedding, so they didn't have. Bitch. So excited. Get to the reschedule. DIY. She's not having to. Counseling this day. I hope nobody gets sick. Nobody gets injured. Nobody gets nothing, because now I need to do this for me. So I'm excited, guys. November 16th. Um, but I'm having second thoughts, though, because... Because I mean, you fucking... You geriatric and you might die on a fucking table? I'd have second thoughts, too. You owe! You don't need no fucking ass lift. fuck is wrong with you, lady? I'd be on YouTube checking out, viewing, doing my research. Uh, one of the girls was on YouTube talking about... She went to Dr. But I looked at this other doctor, uh, Dr. Mercedes... He has some awesome scars, and he works on bigger girls. So, as y'all know, I'm 5'11", 200. Well, y'all, I'm 2'11". She 5'11"? She's tall as fuck. 220 pounds, because I lost 14 pounds. I went plant-based. I'm getting close. All right, all right, all right. Enough of this, bitch. I'm going to be real with you. That was in July. I'm really trying to see if she got that ass on. I'm really trying to see if she got the BBL. Because now I'm curious. She's doing all these videos. Now I want to know if she got the ass lift. Goddamn. I low-key want to subscribe. I ain't even fucking with y'all. I low-key want to subscribe to this girl. BBL and TT Journey. What the hell is TT? At least our blood cleanser, positive surgery. She ain't really getting no goddamn surgery. She's gonna reschedule that shit like three times from what I'm looking at. Just won four hundred dollars on a pull tab. Where's she from? Oh, she's trying to go to Dominican Republic to get her ass surgery. Hello, guys. My name is Sharon. Shut it. Welcome. Oh, doesn't really say where she's from. Well, let's look at the belt. 
Hello, my name is Sharon. My channel is the trip to the Dominican Republic for surgery, May 27, 2021. I was... Huh. Huh. That shit crazy, man. See, now I'm in my own little rabbit hole, and now I, I need to know what's going on with this lady. Uh, I need to do research on her to see if she got her ass surgery. But on that note, folks, about to end the podcast because I have nothing else to talk about. Let me make sure. Because last time I had something to talk about and I forgot. And then I didn't care anymore. Nope. That's it. Only three things to talk about today. I'll be back next week. Um, Same bat time, same bat channel. Maybe I'll have somebody on. Maybe Vey will be back. We'll see. Uh, but other than that, man. You know what they say about chicken. <laughs>